I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Inside the Tunnel brought to you by VT Scoop 24-7 Sports. My name is Andrew Alex, joined once again by Evan G. Watkins. Evan, we'll see whether the people are uh, demanding Colby back. Yeah, yeah, I think Colby did a great job, but, you know, I'm excited for uh, for the, the next edition of the, the podcast tonight. We got a big one for everybody. Yeah, it's funny, right? It seems like everyone whose name was lighting up the boards, lighting up my Twitter feed, is now on the podcast with us. And I'm excited to have Kelvin Gilliam as one of those guys. Kelvin, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Evan, you want to kick things off? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So uh, Kelvin, obviously, is a, is a transfer portal commitment for Virginia Tech. But let's let's take things back a few years uh, back back at Highland Springs for, for yeah. Kelvin coming out of, you know, if not the best, one of the best high schools in the state of Virginia for producing football talent. Um, so let's let's start there. Let's talk about a little bit of your time at Highland Springs and just how guys like Lauren Johnson and, and those types of guys really helped mold you back in high school, both as a football player and as, as a man, as a person. Right. So I can go all the way back to my – um, I came in as a freshman, you know, and they had me like, you know, playing JV and varsity and stuff. And I remember my high school coach who did play at Virginia Tech, Derrick Hopkins, comes in the locker room with a, a varsity jersey. Though. I'm like, what's this for? And stuff like that. He said, this, we were going to get you prepared. And so, you know, um, played my freshman year JV on varsity. And then the last three years, my sophomore and senior year, I was all on varsity. And so through that time, I was, you know, um, invested a lot into the uh, Springer culture. I was, you know, um, a part of the Springer family that, you know, that a bunch of guys before me had, and now I had the chance to do it as well. Now, when you were in your junior year to senior year, you were one of the top prospects in the state. You were one of the top prospects in the nation. Um, so your recruitment was more high profile than a lot of recruits get to get to, uh, have the the privilege of having that. So Mm -hmm. how was the high school recruitment for you? The whole process, was it it fun? Was it stressful? And who did you lean on through that process? It was fun. And it was like, it did get a little bit stressful towards the end and stuff like that, because, you know, like you said, becoming a high profile defense alignment from the state of Virginia, you know, I could have went anywhere in the country. I think that's the thing. But for me, it was finding the right place for me at the time where I thought, you know, that I could reach all my goals and potentials and stuff. And so I feel like, you know, I want to say it was too crazy, but it's definitely fun in the end. So coming out, you when when you were in high school, obviously you chose Oklahoma. Virginia Tech did recruit you at the time. Right. Uh, what what were the thoughts about Virginia Tech and the, the previous staff of when you were going through the process? And and did you think that there was a chance that maybe you could come home maybe in the future? Or did Virginia Tech even have a chance to really land you out of high school? Yeah. So Virginia Tech with Coach Fuente and his staff, I don't think they did a great job of, you know, 
keeping a bunch of in guys um and in, in in guys um in, from in state at home and i think that you know looking over they was bringing guys you know from florida texas all over the country i'm like well, you know where are the virginia guys and stuff like that and it was a, a a trend of you know a bunch of talent leaving the state of virginia because i remember back in that time penn state was the number one um was the number one school recruiting in virginia and so i feel as though that um that you know that now with Coach Fry, he's made a priority to recruit in-state talent, and I feel like that's a great thing that's going to go on from years from now. Yeah, Kelvin, talking about that a little bit, you know, obviously you've been in Oklahoma for the last couple of years, but I'm sure you're still pretty connected, especially being a Highland Springs alumni with some guys who are coming up through the public school system or just the high school football system uh, in mm-hmm. Virginia. Do you think that collectively – there's been of a change in that perception about how Virginia Tech treats in-state talent and how they value in-state talent versus where it was a couple of years ago when you were on the trail? Well, it's definitely a change. So especially with the transfer portal now stuff, you see that trend of guys coming back to their hometown and you can see the trend of guys coming back to Virginia. So I think it's a great thing for, you know, all athletes and especially across the state of Virginia, because there's no telling how good, you know, programs in Virginia could be if they just keep in-state talent at home. Now we, we talked about this uh, after you committed to Virginia tech that you obviously Brent Pry recruited you in high school at Penn right. state. JC price also recruited you, I believe. Um, yeah. So when you entered the portal, how easy of a transition was that just from a conversation standpoint to be able to reach out to them uh, and let them know you're on in the portal or did, you know, when they reached out to you and how did that conversation go? Yeah. So I think that previously before I was into the portal, a bunch of guys was, you know, reaching out like as far as like APR, Ali Genesee, you know, what you're going to do? Like, you know, we got spots up in Virginia Tech. And during the season, um, previously on this season, everyone watches cheap tape. So sometimes I'll, you know, watch some Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech defense. And I said, those boys are getting after and stuff like that with the sacks, all the TFLs and stuff. And so when I made my decisions to go into a transfer portal, you know, I, obviously I was going to weigh all my options. And then the only visit I took was Virginia Tech. And I was like, yeah, it's a no brainer that, you know, I'm coming back home. So obviously, being a Highland Springs guy, Ali Jennings is a guy you've you've known for a long time. He was a, he's a little older than you, but, yeah. but you've you've known him. What's your relationship like there, even from when you were coming up at Highland Springs, or even before then, if you knew him before then from from Pee Wee or just other football circuits in Richmond? Um, how how was your relationship with him, and and how was it getting back together with him on that visit? Visit. Yeah, he's always been a big brother to me and stuff. When I was, I think, his senior year, I was a sophomore in high school. And so now, you know, that transition, okay, like, we have the chance to be, you know, teammates again. He has the chance. He's already a star of Virginia Tech. You know, him bringing me in and stuff like that, I feel like it's just phenomenal because, you know, that's a guy I played with at the same high school. That's a guy, when he, when he was at West Virginia, you know, I looked up to, you know, as um, – as West Virginia was recruiting me when he was there and stuff. So, as you know, it's a really good deal to have the familiar faces there as well. Kelvin, taking a uh, kind of a rewind, right, to your initial recruitment, why Oklahoma initially, right? Like you had pretty much your pick of the litter in terms of schools to (laughs) go to. What was it about Oklahoma? What were your priorities at the time? And, you know, how in your second recruitment have those priorities changed, if they have at all? Mm-hmm. So going back to 
um, back to 2021 when I was leaving uh, high school. Oklahoma just finished our great season. They just played Florida in the Cotton Bowl and was on a chance to win a national championship. And so then you had um, Lincoln Riley was the head coach at the time, and then Shane Beamer was still there. And that's how the connection from getting me and uh, one of my good friends, Damon Harmon, um, from Hollis Springs to Oklahoma and stuff. And what they had, Oklahoma has a winning um, heritage, just like Virginia Tech, and they just had so much momentum to go and win a national championship and the opportunity to play early as well and so when I look at my recruitment now is that okay I've been in college for three years now I know exactly what I want and that's to be somewhere I could be an immediate impact and with a great fan base such as such as Hokie Nation and to see you know exactly I could reap the benefits of all my work so spending that time at Oklahoma obviously Oklahoma like you mentioned with with Virginia Tech and several other programs they have good solid defensive play Um, How do you feel they helped elevate your game and bring you Mm -hmm. from what you were, you know, one of the nation's top edge rushers to being now a very highly sought after interior defensive lineman? Right. So I can say they helped me in a way that of the knowledge of the game, the knowledge of defense. I played for, you know, Coach Brent Venables and his time at Clemson. And now his time at Oklahoma has taught, you know, me that to see different schemes, you know, show different approaches and just play defense in a way that I could play in any um, system, especially running with his defense. Uh, Kelvin, so like you mentioned, during the initial part of your recruitment to Oklahoma, Uh, Lincoln Riley was still the head man there and Shane Beamer was still uh, involved. Right. Obviously that is not the coaching staff that you played under. So what was it like playing under Brent Venables? And was that a strange situation uh, for you as a recruit, ultimately playing for uh, entirely different people than Mm -hmm. were the people that you had been in communication with throughout the majority of the process? Yeah. So coming from Lincoln Riley to coach Venables, I felt like, it was a chance for me. Okay, when Coach V came in, he looked at the roster, and, you know, he knew a type of idea of what players he wanted and stuff. So I had the ability to be with him for the last, for two years, and then seeing that how his um, philosophy from Coach Riley was the coach uh, to Coach Venables is the reason why I was there for so long. You know, Coach V does a phenomenal job there holding his players accountable, holding his players to a standard on defense. And I feel like that's one of the things that I can take away from leaving Oklahoma. So then you you enter the portal, and I'm sure, like like most, your phone immediately blowing up. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it was, yep. So let's, let's talk about that, especially like that first – I always hear the first like 48 hours is like a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. Um, What were the schools who was knocking down your, your phone, who was trying to get you on visits and who, who was recruiting you pretty hard. Yeah. So going back to, I could just remember, you know, I was telling my mom and stuff um, that, you know, I'm thinking about getting in the transfer portal and stuff like that. And, you know, she, she, you know, was pretty new to it and stuff like that. She was sending me like these videos and stuff. I was like, what if you don't get picked up and stuff like that? I was like, mom, like I'm going to get picked up. And so like when I first um, entered the portal, I was already talking to the, you know, a little bit to um, like some teammates to see like what they were already doing stuff like that here that was in the portal. And so when I got the phone calls, I remember like Virginia Tech, Memphis, Indiana, um, JMU, 
uh, Wisconsin, all these, these schools started reaching out. And then a bunch of schools, even after like bowl weekend season started reached out. But by then I made my, um, my choice to go to Virginia Tech. So how quickly was Virginia Tech on the phone with you? Was it, I'm, I have a feeling it was fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pretty quick. Like, I'm talking like, they like, we're going to set you up on the OV. You know, Coach Marv and Coach Price, they came out to see me and stuff like that. So they was pretty quick about that stuff. So the initial talk with Virginia Tech, you know, who 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 was it that called? Was it Pry himself? Was it Fontel? Was it Chris Marv? Who was it that made the first call? It was Coach Price. He was, yeah. Okay. He was, yep. He reached out and then got on the phone with Coach Pride, got on the phone with um, Coach Marv, and then everybody started reaching out. And when I stepped foot on Virginia Tech um, campus, I said, yeah, this is going to feel like home. So talk to me a little bit, because I think some fans probably don't understand it a little bit, and maybe it's a foreign concept to some, but you did – Virginia Tech did an in-home with you yeah. while you're at Oklahoma, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so what's the dynamics of that? Another coaching staff coming to see you at another school? Like, just walk through a little bit of that. First off, the concept, the concept of it, they think I'm back in, you know, back in Richmond. I said, you know, coach, I'm still in Oklahoma. I'm not coming to Richmond for a little bit. I'm trying to pack stuff up. They said, we'll come out there to you. And then there was, uh, because I don't think they were recruiting anybody out here. They was the only people to come out here to see me and stuff. So I'm just mind blown that like, they came all the way to Virginia just to come see me and stuff. So I said, yeah, they're talking, this is the real deal now and stuff. And so when they came in and stuff, you know, I knew Coach Price, I mean Price, I've seen him plenty of times and stuff. So it was like a reunion there. And then Coach Marv, he just spoke, you know, so well about um, about the program and like his defense, where he see me fitting that stuff. I'm like, yeah, these are some legit dudes. So did they, when they do that in home, did they just come to like your apartment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came to my house. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. What did you What did you think of Coach Marv? You know, he's a guy. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that I feel like he resonates really well with you. Yeah, yeah, he does and stuff. When we talk about ball, you know, we're going to talk about life. We talk about you know uh, family stuff like that. And I feel like he's one of the guys which because I have the chance to see the Hokies practice, I can see okay. He's the guy that's going to push you, and he's the guy that you know is going to make sure you get after and stuff like that. And when you slacking and stuff, I can tell, like, you know, he's going to get on you, hold you accountable. And that's what good dudes coordinator does. So how – and I ask this of a lot of people, a lot of transfers that are older in the process when they transfer. How is the official visit different for you? Yeah. Not even just, you know, of just visiting Virginia Tech. Just the whole process, the official visit process being older – and maybe having a different eye for different things on campus and different things to do. Yeah. So I, in 2020, 2020, I didn't have official visits because due to COVID and stuff like that. So I had all the unofficial visits before that, but you know, when, um, you know, when I set up my uh, OV there and when I got there and stuff, the first thing, you know, we were talking about, we said, I'm not no high school recruit. Y'all <laughs> like, I don't need, you know, all the flashy stuff, you know, a photo shoot, you know, that stuff is cool. Like, you know, I'm strictly here, you know, just to, you know, just to go here and work and get down to business. And that is exactly what I did. Met with the nutrition staff, the um, strength staff, uh, met with academics briefly, met with Coach Pride, Coach Price. And I think that was a real beneficial. And that's why I'm in this position now. 
So going there and doing that, you also got to spend time. We already talked about Ali Jennings, but with APR, another yeah. guy that transferred from a P5 school just like you, right. goes to Virginia Tech and has a, you know, as good of a first year as he could have, right? Yeah. Nine and a half sacks and, 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 you know, a little surprising turned down the NFL to come back for a year. So yeah. what is that, you know, what was your relationship like with him? What was he saying? And, and kind of how, how does that feel to know that you have a, a guy like that that can line up next to you for the next year? Yeah. yeah, I think that's a huge, you know, piece of why I came there and stuff, to be on the same defensive line as him because, you know, he was one of the um, dudes that I talked to, you know, as soon as I got in the portal and stuff, and he was like, man, just come, you know, see it from yourself. And then so I met with him um, in his apartment and we talked a whole bunch about like how Coach Fry, he literally said, he said, these coaches here are going to set you up to, you know, to set you up for success. And I feel like that's a huge piece because you can see it and stuff like that. Even in the um, even in the bowl game they just played in that, you know, creating havoc, creating um, chaos in the um, backfield. And I feel like that's a great thing. I feel like he does an amazing job as well. So I've asked a couple of other guys who have come on our podcast this question, and uh, I especially kind of want to hear your answer on it. Mm -hmm. What do you think you've improved upon as a player the most from a year ago today until today? So what was developed the most throughout last offseason and through this season? And then what would you like to develop the most in your game between now and the opening game against Vanderbilt? Yeah. So I feel like my knowledge of the game, you know, increased tremendously from, you know, being on the field because um, last offseason, like last spring, I had that time to, you know, really evaluate and understand the game and understand defenses all across, you know, the board and stuff. I feel like that's where I improved um, dramatic, um, just not dramatically. And I feel like things that I could um, improve and stuff is just probably about, you know, learning, you know, different positions, um, looking at different schemes and stuff like that, knowing different formations, stuff like that. How does, speaking of different formations, different schemes, how does Virginia Tech see you as like a, trip, a typical three? Do they see you maybe as a nose and a five at some point? Like what's kind of their role for you? Because they like to take some defensive tackles and shift and, and, and do a lot of different things with them. Yeah, so with me playing, you know, defensive end in high school and then nose and three tech here in Oklahoma, I feel like I can play all those positions. Have they talked to you about where they see you starting out? Yeah, starting out pretty high in the depth chart. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what number you're going to be wearing yet? Um, I don't yet. I haven't gotten it confirmed yet. What's your number of preference? Zero. Nice. Oh, we're going to be, going to be fine. I didn't know if you would try to go 44, but then, then you know, Dorian's got that. Yeah. And then he yeah. got four. So I didn't know how you would shake that one out. But if yeah. you and Ali both have zero – like that, that'd be like a little Highland Springs shout out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I seen you know Dorian. He's doing a phenomenal job um, representing on um, forty four. So I said, yeah, I don't think he's going to give that one up. <laughs> he's doing pretty much as well as you can, at least at his position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and him, him, him. He's another one, just like APR. You know, he had the chance. He could have mm -hmm. gone. He could have gone to the league, but he said no. He wants to come back for another year. So. You know, that that like you've said and others have said, that has to speak to the to the culture that, right. that Brent Pry is building up there. So, you know, when uh when you get up there this spring, what is goal one for Kelvin Gillian this spring? 
goal one is to earn everyone's respect in the locker room and stuff, you know, because I'm coming in humbly, you know, just ready to work. So that's goal number one. When you see this roster that Virginia Tech has put together and, you know, playing for Oklahoma, very prestigious, big-time program, you've played against some of the best of the best. Seeing the mm-hmm. talent that this roster has, do you think this is a group that can be a top 25 team next season? <laughs> No-brainer, most definitely. And stuff, you know, when you return all these starters and stuff, and then you add additions in the transfer portal, yes. I know, and I, I like to, I asked, uh, you know, the Montavious Cunningham, the O-line transfer, I asked him about the defense. So I'm going to ask you about the offense mm-hmm. with – with Ali and with Quan and Jalen Lane, Gosnell, Basial Tootin, Kyron Drones, all these guys returning, yeah. how do you feel the other side of the ball will set you up for success and help Virginia Tech move forward in 2024? When you're looking at it, when you have a, you know, a big, you know, dual threat quarterback and a, a really good running back and a really good old line with great receivers, there's no telling what that offense is going to do next season. I feel like that's a good thing because, you know, when we're out there getting three and outs, they're out there, you know, putting on points and running the ball, playing hard-nosed football. There's no telling what we could do this year. So you are one of a few defensive linemen coming in, either from Transfer Portal or or from JUCO with Kamari Copeland. Have you mm-hmm. talked with Aeneas Peoples or Copeland yet? Do you have, have a relationship yet, or is that kind of when you get on campus – and get around every other, each other, that's when you'll really build that bond. Oh, yeah, I definitely feel like that um, when we get into campus and stuff, that we're going to have a really strong deep line room and stuff, a really good connection, and make really good relationships and stuff. And I feel like that's what's going to happen um, on campus because we're all going for the same goal and stuff. How much time, like, have, have you spent in Blacksburg? Do you remember anything about it? Is there any, like, restaurant or anything like that that you're looking forward to hitting when you get there? Man, I'm hitting um Ali. Um, they brought me this one rest, this one food. Uh, it was had Alfredo and wings. I'm looking for that place. I can't remember the name of it and stuff. But yeah, I definitely feel like going back to um because the food that back back home in Richmond is the same in Blacksburg. Not really much out here in Norman and stuff like that. So I'm excited, you know, you know, to get back to you know the food that I, I'm used to growing up with and stuff. And we always talk about the opportunity for for the player moving back home and how big that is for them. But how big is this move for your family? <laughs> you don't know how many times, you know, people that I'm talking about extended family that be like, you know, I'm, I wish Kelvin was just, you know, coming back home closer and stuff like that. Because, you know, coming to see me from all the way from Virginia to Oklahoma, you know, I really had that. But now it's like, you know, people is like, you know, hurry up, let, give me the schedule, let me know um, when games I can come to and stuff like that, which is exciting, you know, to play in front of, you know, my family once again. You also have the opportunity now, <clears throat> probably for the first time in college that, you know, in the spring, maybe if you if we're not you're not doing in, in spring camp, maybe you have a weekend you can you can come home and see your family and see some people, yeah. your parents can come up and see you. So it kind of opens up uh, a little bit more uh, family time for you being back, being back in Virginia. Yeah. And speaking on that, you know, a bunch of guys here are from Texas and from Oklahoma. And so some of them would be like, you know, I'm going home this weekend and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I can never do, you know, do that stuff. So yeah, I am excited to have, you know, that um, benefit. So Kelvin, this is the, uh, the rapid fire portion of our podcast. It's a personal question. 
kind of random. Let's see what you think. We always start with the same one. What's the best fast food burger? Uh, oh, Five Guys. That's becoming a pretty universal answer yeah. amongst our interviewees. Yeah, yeah. that's, you look that's a common one. Yeah. Hard to disagree, though. Hard to disagree. Yeah. And you get you get a whole bag of fries too. Uh huh. Exactly. If you could have any car, what car would you have? I'll have a Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What's your uh, favorite movie of all time? Oh, I'll say Scarface. Yep. Real quick, can you fit in a Lamborghini? Because you are, I can fit in a Lamborghini. I don't know. Can you fit in one? I ain't said nobody was riding with me. <laughs> yeah. It's a solo seater. I mean, you are, you are not, you are not small. You are, you are yeah. a big NFL sized football player. Yep. Okay, back on track. If there was a movie about your life, who would play you in the movie? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hell yeah. Who <laughs> also can't fit in a Lamborghini. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Lamborghinis, uh, we're going to need the stunt doubles for those scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Um, probably Barack Obama, Kobe Bryant, and then um, Tom Brady. What's your personal mantra? You're your, like a, the kind of saying that goes with your life. Oh, um, dang. Gilly's World. Um, everybody want to come to Gilly's World. That's all I'll be saying. <laughs> That's all I'll be saying. Who, who's your hero in life? The person that you've kind of leaned on through, through thick and thin in your life? I'll say my parents, my mom and my dad. All right. And, and last one here. Hogan Nation's listening. What's your message for him? Hey. Let's go home. We're going to do this thing right here, right now, back at home. Kelvin Gillian coming right back home, man. Oh, they're going to be excited to hear that. <laughs> Kelvin, thanks so much for joining us, man. No, no problem. Thank you guys so much. Kelvin Gilliam, one of the newest members and highly anticipated members of your 2024 Virginia Tech Hokies. I am Andrew Alex for Evan Watkins. Thanks for joining us. we got plenty more content where this is coming from, folks. My phone is blowing up, and it's just Evan telling me, new person coming on the podcast, when can you do it? It happens, it <laughs> seems like, multiple times per day recently. I'm good for it, and I hope you're good to listen. VT Scoop 24-7 Sports, we'll catch you next time on Inside the Tunnel. As always, go Hokies. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.